Hi, my name is Nathan. I'm Omar. And I'm Kiana, and we're all currently seniors at Impact Early College High School. We'll be informing you on the subject of student mental health and behavior, and how parental pressure can affect it. I'm aware of the negative effects because we as peers have suffered from them. We put a poll on Twitter.com calling on students to let us know how pressure affects them. Out of 215 responses, 26% of students stated that they weren't excessively pressured. 19% of students stated that they were pressured, but it didn't affect their mental health. And a whopping 55% of students stated that they were excessively pressured and it did affect their mental health. Just to give you guys some insight on how common it is, here are some clips that we obtained questioning our fellow classmates. Do you feel overpressured by your parents it doesn't affect your mental health? Yes. 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 In an interview with Monica O'Brien, a freshman high school teacher, this is what she had to say about academic stress. Now, negative effects of stress, what I've observed over the years, is sometimes children quit. It's like they're afraid to fail, and they don't, they don't really ever rise to their potential because they don't want to know what they can do because they're so afraid of failure. I also see students become very frustrated. I see children resort to cheating. And, um, you know, I see children absenteeism, just, you know, not mainly rising to the potential that they could, fearful of that, like I said, that failure that I said in the beginning. Okay, so one of the biggest effects on your mental health uh, from pressure, especially in things of academics where, you know, the point is to achieve things, is failure anxiety. Um, you get anxiety in general, but uh, more specifically, we we're trying to talk about failure anxiety, where you just get too scared to fail to the point where you don't even want to try anymore. It's a lot different, like when you're a first generation college student, because your parents or a family member isn't allowed to help you, but then they still expect you to get so much done while they still didn't get it done. Um, when I don't get stuff done, like how I was supposed to get my scholarships done or my college applications done or just like homework, it's like, well, I don't even want to do any of that. Well, I can say that like I tried, I tried, but I didn't succeed. And then like if I don't, if I don't fill out the application or if I don't apply to that college or if I don't take that class or if I don't do that homework, I, w I can't say that I failed because I didn't do it in the first place. Throughout my academic experience, I've had multiple issues come up with my parents as to why I can't do what my older siblings did. And with that being said, I am the youngest of five siblings, with three of them having graduated a with a college degree. So my parents were able to, or not able to, but my parents placed these expectations on me going into the school that I go to, which again is for almost first-gen students yeah, most people there are first gen most people there are first gen and i had to live up to the expectations of where if my siblings could do it so can i and it's scary because they don't know how hard it is or how how far the expectations go on a student when they are in a place where they don't want to be or studying things that they are not particularly interested in so with that being said, I chose a major that I know that I will be able to finish as opposed to something that I know I'm going to like, where I know that if I finish, I can tell my parents, look, I did something. You can't be mad because I didn't try when all I did was try my best. And even though that might not be the best for them, I know it's going to be the best for me.
So instead of like the the parent thinking that they're having a positive effect on your grades and your academics, they're really having a, a negative effect. And it will be it's like it's kind of hard to tell my parents like, hey, this isn't really helping out. Can you do it in a different type of way or like, hey, I'm struggling with this, this and this because you don't want your parents to think less of you or like think that you're failing or that you're at least like the worst that they could do is like think that you're not trying hard enough and then they'll be even harder on you. In an interview with Maria Galvez, a senior high school student, this is how academic stress affected her. I had to do my best in the classroom because that's that's what ultimately counted for my mom. Uh, my mom would never like support like sports and stuff. She would only do it as like she would let me do it as a de-stressor. And so um, it did have a huge turn on my mental health. Feeling that pressure to succeed uh, in both areas was really tough on me, so much so to the point where I actually had to quit track. In a study done by Koi Murayama, it was found that parents can undermine their children's performance in middle school and high school if they set their academic expectations too high. With that being said, it is best for parents to set individualized expectations for each and every student for them to be able to succeed. Most parents do not understand that children are different. My sister graduated top of the class number four and went off to a division one university while I sit here being almost bottom of my class struggling to do what she did. My parents did not seem to grasp the concept that me and my sister were different in many ways. She was very school oriented. She wanted to do good. She had that motivation. She had that drive that led her on to become the number four in her class and as I said, go off to that Division One university. My parents thought that because she did that, I was able to do it as well. So I went through four years of high school trying to balance out the expectations that she gave, that my parents gave me and the expectations that I had for myself, which was not an easy task. I tried to take the same class that she did and did not succeed. I tried to do, make the same grades on the test that she took, which I did not do. And the expectations that my parents placed on me took a toll on my mental health. And I was able to realize that from an early age to where I would try to not let it affect me. But going through that and having to go home and see how she would do good and then look at my grades and be like, wow, um, where can I, what can I do or what can I change to be like her was one of the hardest things. <laughs> So the focus of our podcast is simply to help both the parents and kids understand each other in this in this debate. So we're not saying that all pressure should be eliminated to have a mental to have good mental health, but rather just not have excessive amounts of it because some pressure is definitely needed. For example, in uh, my personal situation, I'd say that my freshman and sophomore years of high school. I did not get very much achieved academically at all. I, I was slacking off a lot and I was a mostly C student just doing the bare minimum. And that was mostly because my mom didn't really take too much into my education. She never really like asked me for my grades. Well, she she just, just verbally asked and I'd just be like, yeah, I'm doing good. When in reality, you know, I wasn't doing as good as I wanted to or as I'd hoped I'd be. But I just, I was just too lazy to put in the actual work. And as I got it closer to my junior year, that's when I really started to to do like as best as I actually could and started to get, you know, A's, B's. And that was when my mother actually started to ask for my report cards and she started getting on to me. And I'd say that 
it was adequate pressure then during my junior year because it really got me to to start doing my best and actually do good grades and I don't think that she was excessive with it but maybe into my senior year is when I noticed that like it might have been affecting me a little bit because she started putting like super high standards on me even though I'm a first generation college student no one in my entire family has has been through the process of applying to college and going to college and I'm kind of already been into college being at impact and having started college early so I have you know with that being said she knows that I I can pass college classes and like I, I do well in college so her expectations are super high and I think that that's where she started to to affect me and my mental health so there's there's a difference between adequate pressure which actually is needed because with no pressure you'd be you know a bare minimum student or not even that and then you can get to the point where you have too much pressure and then that just gets unhealthy while you still might be pressure on a child academically well let's start with a positive um i think that there are some positive effects of pressure um because i think that pressure is a part of life today and so I think that if students are under pressure, they begin to develop the necessary coping mechanisms necessary for successful life um, because life is stressful. So a stress, stresses are a part of life and we have to learn to deal with them successfully. So I think your academic stresses are just the beginning of that. As we've stated previously, some pressure is definitely needed, but there is right and wrong ways to do it. In an article by the Seattle PI, there was, um, they explained what the advantages and disadvantages of parent involvement in education are. Some advantages were along the lines of they had better outcomes for students and positive relationships with their teachers, peers, and family. So f as far as the better outcomes for students goes, research found that um, community, uh, schools with strong community support perform better overall and have lower dropout rates and higher quality programs. So being involved in your community while going to school actively does play a big role. Parental involvement in a school can help build positive interactions between parents and kids, as well as parents and teachers. This way parents have a better idea of what the child's day is like and they can um, help them improve on whatever they need to do at home. But there is disadvantages, such as um, some parents feel left out of the loop as their kids try not to include them in as much in school activities or helicopter parenting, which that means they take their involvement too far, which means that they become uh, a sort of a distraction for their child, that they, they, they believe that school has become a distraction for their child. Honestly, I would like to say that maybe I've had a little something to do with it. Um, I hope that just being from the beginning, I've been involved and engaged in their educational process. I've tried to guide my children in their choices and decisions, but honestly, at the end of the day, my children have worked very hard, and at the end of the day, they've done the work, so I have to give them the credit. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for the last question, why do you think some parents put so much pressure on their kids, even if they see the negative effects it has? Well, I think that answer is probably the easiest. Um, parents have good, uh, good, good intentions. Um, I think parents realize that today this world is more competitive than ever. And 
The essence of this issue is that parents want their children to have more opportunities and a better life than they did. And so it's just their heart. They want their parents, they want their children to have all these things that maybe they didn't. And so if a parent is pushing a child, it's, it's from the heart, it's coming from a good place, but it doesn't always result, have that result. And sometimes the pressure that they put children under isn't healthy. The ways that I think it was worth it is that, um, like, I, I don't think I would be where I am today, edu- like, educationally-wise, because um, I've definitely tried to push myself in order to prove her wrong, kind of. Like, she always has that, uh, that expectation that, you know, like, this one's gonna, this one's just gonna quit on me, but I always have to make, like, I have that mentality, I'm gonna prove her wrong, I'm gonna make sure, like, I'm at my best so that she has nothing to, to complain about in terms of my education. Parenting has evolved immensely over the years. We can say that overparenting has become a trend. We believe that parenting shouldn't be a dictatorship, but rather a partnership between parent and child. Our only purpose here was to enlighten both parents and children on each other's point of view because most relationships aren't very vocal. Kids are usually scared to speak up of the trauma that they suffer from, while parents are clueless on what their harsh parenting is doing. While some parents know exactly what they're doing, but it's actually doing the opposite and hurting them. Some parents purely have good intentions and they just don't know how it's affecting the child, which is why it's important to be vocal. If kids and parents just spoke up and could understand each other's point of view, common ground could be met and it would be a win-win situation.